0: One of my goals for this year is putting together some amazing travel experiences for my friends and family. And I'm here to tell you all about Get Your Guide, a foolproof way to guarantee these amazing memories on a trip you will never forget. You can choose from over 100,000 travel experiences in the United States and around the world, all locally vetted and expertly curated. From the obvious tourist must-sees to under-the-radar gems you could only hear about from a local, there is something for everyone. It's time to let Get Your Guide do the work, so you can Just sit back, relax, and have a -a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Want to take a New York City deli tour? How about a pasta-making class in Rome? A before-hours tour of the Vatican? Or a jazz music discovery tour in New Orleans? These are just a few of the things completely possible with Get Your Guide. No matter where your travels take you, Get Your Guide offers the best way to connect with your destination with the expert help that makes it that much easier. You deserve it. Don't wait any longer. Take my advice and give yourself the gift of an unforgettable travel experience at GetYourGuide.com. Safe travels. When I'm on my way to drop off the kids at school and I'm on about five hours of sleep and I haven't had my coffee yet, I'm truly one of a kind.
1: Yeah, this sounds like the beginning of a horror movie.
0: It is. But there is one thing I can do immediately to bring some comfort and calm to the situation and keep me moving forward. Eat Keebler Sandies.
2: I like to think that if the good-looking guy was still around, sitting on the couch, comforting himself about not getting into college, he'd ditch the Cocoa Puffs and down some Keebler Sandies instead.
0: Mixed with chocolate syrup?
3: Ooh, why not?
0: When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat to keep you going.
1: Each Keebler Sandy's shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth.
2: The next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for Keebler's Sandy's Shortbread Cookies to enjoy a simple moment of comfort.
0: Hey, are you listening to us right now on some headphones? And if so, how about a little ASMR?
2: ASMR, I don't even know what it means.
0: Even more than ASMR,
1: we're here to help you.
0: It's time to learn about J-Buds Mini from J-Lab, the smallest earbud on the market by a major brand. It's perfect for on-the-go listening to something amazing like Pod Meets World. And we've got a deal for you. Use the code WORLD25 for 25% off.
2: Oh, what a deal.
1: Visit jlab.com now to find your kind of tech.
0: And remember, WORLD25 for 25% off.
1: I, I I have a story about my mug.
0: Oh, uh, Mount, Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore.
1: Okay. Or, uh, it's a very big.
0: It's very, very
1: loud gold. Oh. Oh. Mount Rushmore mug. So oh. this is this is a this is one of the uh, camper van stories from the summer. The okay. summer so, of
0: 2023. Oh, the summer
1: of 2023, which was uh, man, guys,
3: <laughs> it had some highs
1: <laughs> and it had some lows. <laughs> I was yeah our, our our family was put to the test um and one of the yeah you know it was great it was ultimately really worth it we're all in therapy it's fine um but the one one of the 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 best worst moments was um we were camping we um Okay, let me just say, you you guys will be not shocked to discover, I don't really like touristy things. No, 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 that's impossible. You would love them. Right, so it seems a lot of character that I have a... Yes. Right, right. okay, so, and and, you know, and and while we were traveling, I started to realize, like, I get stressed out by very specific things, and I realize a lot of it goes back to um, my dad. Uh, When we used to travel as kids, he... Just we were always getting screwed like money was just like, you know, he he grew up with with nothing. So like taken advantage of everybody. We were taking being taken advantage of by everything. So if you have to pay for this, you have to hire somebody to take you. You know, and So he never wanted to buy anything, never wanted to pay for anything. And so traveling was always this like crazy, stressful time of like, oh, my God, everyone's out to get us. We're not going to you know, we have to save money. So we would always be like, you know, camping in like the worst situation on the side of the road. Okay, I I just want to
0: clarify, because you weren't, you don't think you were actually being taken advantage of all the time. Your dad's perception was that anytime you needed to pay for something, that person was trying to screw you.
1: Absolutely. Got it. And you never, you don't have to pay for hotel rooms. You don't have to pay for anything. (laughs) So we would always be like in London in a rainstorm, like doing great trips. Like we were very adventurous, but we would always be stuck without a place to sleep because my dad was not going to spend too much money to deal with it. (laughs) And it's taken a lot of time for me to realize this and be like, why am I so stressed out about like traveling? It's like, it's okay if you budget correctly, you know, but it's just my dad thing, you know, he he grew up with nothing, like no money. And it's just, you know, it's hard to get over that. He's gotten a lot better now. Now he enjoys himself. And I tell him all the time, like you, it's okay. You know, you can buy the plane ticket and enjoy yourself. It's fun. So he's, and he's gotten very good at it, but I, (laughs) so here, so we, we're camping and we find out, um, that we're where we're camping is like right next to Mount Rushmore, and like it was like we see all the signs everywhere. And Alex is like, "Oh, tomorrow morning when you know we wake up, we should you know we'll we'll, we'll see Mount Rushmore." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah. We're, we're definitely it's on our path." And so then we're driving, and I'm and we're you know waiting for it's a beautiful part of the country, South Dakota. And then like you know you, you see it, it was like, "Oh, there it is on that hill, Indy. Look, there's Mount Rushmore." And it's like, "Oh, is it as big as we thought?" You know, yeah. and then we're driving, and then Alex is like, well, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, well, we saw it, right? And she's like, no, we're, we're going. We'll to, park. I thought we were going. We're going to park. I'm like, do you know how much they charge you to park? I'm like, no, we're not. That's that's like, but what, you want to park at Mount? And then what? Yeah. Then when what, you, we're you gonna can just,
0: drive by it? We just saw it. What do you want to do? Free.
1: We're going to spend fifteen dollars. This is how they get you. This is how like, who's... <laughs>
3: Who's getting oh my you, redder?
1: And i like, Who and I'm are like, they? Yeah, They're I've getting you, my father. And I'm sitting. There, I'm like screaming at my wife, like, "No, there is no way. I am paying money to go to my." And she is like, "What is wrong with you?" And I'm like, "Oh God, oh my God!" You know, and poor Indy's in the back, like, "What's happening?" And and then I'm pulling in. I'm angrily paying for the thing. And then oh, I'm like, unbelievable, fifteen
0: dollars uh, to see a national monument. Is, oh yeah,
1: we're gonna celebrate the president's. What's next, right? And. And then we get out and of course, you know, by now we're laughing and then Indy has like the best time. And then Alex is like, well, let's go to the gift shop. I'm like, oh, of course we're going to the gift shop. So I bought the biggest Good. mug I could. Good for Good. you. Indy, we got Indy a glow in the dark Mount Rushmore t-shirt. Yes. <laughs> and like, he loves it. And, and now it's like we come home and all we do is just laugh. We're like, oh, this was...
2: Oh. Yeah,
0: that's I, amazing, know, that's writer. Good. How much was the mug? I guarantee you it was more than the parking. Oh,
2: I'm sure it was more. I, I, <laughs> oh, that's
0: man. how they get you. Yeah, they get, you, they get you, they, you. in with the parking, and then then they charge While you for the stuff. Capitalists, no, people well, yeah. trying to make it's money. they make money? money.
1: That's why you don't want to have fun. You have to oh, save your money. Wow. Don't let at take- least
2: Danielle doesn't want to have fun because she's just not a fun person. Right. You don't want to pay for fun. That's <laughs> right. the strange right. part.
0: If if so I know weird. other people are going to have a good time, I'm more than willing to pay for it. I want other people <laughs> to other have people fun, have and fun. I'll give you a ton of money to make the fun easy for me. Yeah. I have no. Bro- I'm going to a concert. Oh, the parking right next to the place I'm going is seventy five dollars. That's reasonable. Uh, it'll oh get me out of here faster. Oh. I'm I'm in for See it. That,
2: I'm all what I'm will get me home from that. the yes. fun
0: fastest mm-hmm. when the fun is over? When how can I get out of here?
2: Yeah.
0: Um, uh, <laughs> I'm just the
2: opposite, by the way. Meaning, really? like, if I'm in a gift shop and it's like it's an eighty dollar Viking helmet, I'm like, I have to have this. And Sue's like, for what? <laughs> what do you need a plastic Viking helmet for? And I'm like, because I have to be a Viking today. Like, <laughs> Your i it's house like,
1: just one giant
2: storage unit. Like, where is no? All any and stuff? that's the I thing is we don't we don't have a whole bunch of junk. Do you have right? a no, storage unit? Don't. Do you have multiple no, storage unit? I don't have any storage unit. And we How just do you keep all this stuff filled. I know. We just filled a full size so 40 by 7 foot dumpster with junk and now that's threw it all oh, that fun. sounds that's it fun. was magical fun. it was truly wait did you like magical. paid
1: for a dumpster to come yes. and like a-
2: we had it for a week. We had a dumpster in front of our house for a, a week one. and we filled it was 500 bucks for the entire week and it was the best money I think I've spent since I, think I bought superwriter.
0: It's right. $500 to park a dumpster,
2: in front, your your dumpster <laughs> in front of your house but you get a that mug. Sounds this unreasonable, was my dumpster mug. <laughs> it, was true, yeah.
3: it was the greatest thing. It
2: was the great. By the way, while you're at Mount Rushmore, did you find Cibola? No. You didn't find Cibola, the city of gold. Have you not seen National Treasure 2?
1: Uh, oh, no, no, <laughs> it's funny because there is a plaque that says National Treasure 2 was yes. here and we're like,
2: oh, yes. we should probably, yeah, poor Ed yeah. Harris died at, at Cibola.
3: Jeez.
0: My wow. thing with your story is that I am with you. Drive by and see it. You've seen it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else to see. I went and saw the Grand Canyon. I took a road trip from California to Oklahoma and stopped at a bunch of different places on the way. We took Route 66 as much as we could, and stayed in all the cool places. And got to the Grand Canyon, got out, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is gorgeous!" Yeah, stood there for maybe two minutes, and then was like, "Let's that's go." It. That's We've it. seen. Well, that's it. a problem.
1: It's a parking lot. I mean, it's still. It's. It's. You have to. Yeah, we we actually did the Grand Canyon really well. Um, we found um, a tour where you, like, are in a private car with somebody who lives on the Navajo property that is complete. And they take you onto the Navajo land where no one else is. And it was literally us on the edge of the Grand Canyon in, like, three different spots, like, a four-hour tour Amazing,
2: yeah,
3: that's yeah. I
2: did something I should not have done at the Grand Canyon, and to this day, it's one of those things when I'm a kid like, as a kid, I look back and go, Yeah, yeah, I should have. You threw something over the edge? No, I my friend and I waited till dark and snuck under all the security things and literally hung our legs off of the (gasps) the edge and laid back (gasps) and just looked at all the stars for like four hours. It was
0: that sounds pretty awesome,
2: unbelievable. But you look back and it's like one slip and you're done, it's the pitch black. I so I can't handle like,
1: like, India walking towards the edge things. of things freaks me out more than anything in the world yeah like yeah. i'm like no dude i can't be with yeah. you around the edge of something like i'm just too stressed it's like i don't but have especially if you paid for parking to be around that
2: thing can you imagine if like, you paid 30 dollars to then have it that's how they get you, that's how, they get you. That's how they get you you're gonna
1: you get screwed man
2: <laughs> see danielle and i Ryder. this is why we missed you on our part of the road trip because even though the our part of the road trip was small we still ended up in some pretty Marvelous places. Like, Danielle, where was the one place where it was just all the wind chimes for some reason? <laughs> That was the
0: place with all the chocolate. Uh, yes, <laughs> also, the chocolate
2: yeah. had chocolate wind chimes and um, puzzles, lots of lots, puzzles and kids toys from like the 1800s where it's like it was a musket. It was pretty cool. I'm totally it was this. cool. It was really cool. I can't remember what it where we were though. Do I don't
0: know? remember where we were either because no. I actually don't remember the names of the places we went at don't all. I don't either.
1: I don't you <laughs> have to keep a road journal. That's what we started doing because we realized like we don't remember anything from previous right. trips. They all blend together. So now we keep a road journal and we go through it every night that's together smart. as a family smart. and we all write notes um and then we left it out in the rain and it got soaked um oh. and a lot of oh. the uh, pages bled together so that will oh. be interesting but that's how they get it's you. a road journal how
0: they yeah. get you <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome to pod me that welcome to pod meets that's how they get you i'm danielle Fischel.
2: i'm writer strong and i am not paying 15 to park here <laughs>
0: Oh, oh wow. wow. We're now smack dab in the middle of October, a very spooky season. But instead of fear, we're bringing laughter to some of our favorite cities.
2: Speak for yourself. I'm bringing fear.
0: I will bring angst. Hmm, sounds like a plan.
1: We will be in Cleveland, Ohio on October 13th at the Mimi Theater. Toronto on October 14th at Queen Elizabeth Theater. And in Pittsburgh on the 15th at Bayam Theater.
0: Tickets are still available for these shows, so go to podmeetsworldshow.com now to join us.
2: And get your costumes ready. We've had an incredible time seeing what you've all decided to dress up as. So uh, what have been some of your favorites?
0: I mean, Corey and Feeney and the roller coaster That's
2: pretty great. There have
0: been some great minkuses. Oh, minkai. Minkai. Some minkai. Minkai. I love that, (laughs) yes. I had minkai once. (laughs) And now it is your chance. Go to podmeetsworldshow.com now for your tickets, and we will see you soon. Hi, I'm Danielle Fischl from Podmeets World. Did you know small businesses make up 99.9% of all businesses in the U.S.? The world is powered by entrepreneurs, and if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. In every episode, host Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown the lessons of launching and nurturing a small business and how they have found success being their own boss, from the excitement of first starting out to finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently. So you can too. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia and Intuit QuickBooks. Hi, it's Danielle Fischel,
1: Ryder Strong and Wilfred
0: Elk. I've got to tell you about something new I have been trying. Since the first of the year, I have been drinking a Health Aid kombucha in the morning, and I feel amazing. I've wanted to make sure that gut health became a major focus for 2024, and Health Aid kombucha is leading the way.
1: So, what exactly is Health Aid kombucha? It's a fermented, bubbly, probiotic tea that's good for your gut. It's blended with real fruit juice, and it's super thirst quenching. A little sweet, and a little tangy,
2: and very refreshing. It comes in so many delicious flavors, but my favorites so far are Pink Lady Apple, Passion Fruit Tangerine, and Ginger Lemon.
0: And I know that a healthy feeling can start with your gut. And so starting my day with Health Aid Kombucha has been the best first step to achieving this, right when I wake up. It's the kickstart I need to make sure my energy is up and everything starts with a healthy outlook. And it's the perfect replacement for those sodas that come with fast food meals I pick up with the kids. It really gives you that sparkling beverage feel you might be used to. Thumbs up from me.
1: If you want to give it a try and see how great you can feel, look for the brown bottle with an anchor and make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you.
0: So today we are recapping season three, episode 13, New Friends and Old. It originally aired January 19th, 1996. The synopsis, Frankie becomes friends with Corey and Sean in hopes of turning over a new leaf, but ends up hurt when he discovers the guys had ulterior motives. It was directed by John Tracy. It was written by Matthew Nelson, rest in peace. And uh, guest starring Ethan Suplee is Frankie Stakino. Now, worth noting, we have now seen the end of Blake's Joey the rat. He that's does it? not That's it. I was wondering it. about that. It's he done. never comes back. He never uh, comes back. No, I mean, yes, I, yes, no, yes he does. Yes he does. Yes he does. They come back at the Episode. graduation. For the reunion at the graduation. Ethan
1: still has we have like per, Thanksgiving yes. at his house. Yes,
0: there up, are still so. more and solo wrestling. episodes oh, of, right. of Ethan. But Blake is done. But Blake is done. So we have now seen the end of Blake, Joey the Rat. They do come back for the reunion or the graduation episode oh, where there's a little so reunion. But such a bummer because I was, man, just so thoroughly enjoying all of that. Yep. Um, we have the return of Leon Vader White as Frankie Stacchino Sr. So obviously they thoroughly Im- were impressed with him during that last so wrestling. Good, up. So, good. so good because he's so good. And then we have Eliza Coyle as Melanie. She is still appearing on TV, most recently Heels. And she is married to actor-director Joel Murray, the brother of Bill Murray. Oh, interesting. And we have Adam Wiley as Robert. He's best known as Zachary on Picket Fences and tons of other things. So
1: no memory of this episode. And... I didn't like I, I would, I I I know Adam. Like I've run into him over Me the too. years, and we I knew him, but I never knew he was on our show. Like I did not
2: oh, remember. yeah that no, he was no, on I, our I remember Adam was on. I, I think he might have even done more than one. He might. Yeah. I mean, I, he know, and I have kn- talked about. I know
1: it. him, but I yeah. didn't remember that he was on our show. Well, we were just or, like, talking about the Magic content.
2: Castle. He was a magician, also working right. at the Magic right. Castle. He was ve- a very good magician.
1: And then his brother was the host of Grinders Inline.
4: Oh my God! Noah, his
1: older brother was Noah the host. No, Wiley, that's right. right. He was like he was the guy. He was like a actor, MC host, dude guy. And yeah. we, I think, through Adam, we knew him, or somehow, or maybe just Angel and Vicky, we knew him. So he's the his brother, Adam's older brother, was the host of Grinders Inline. All those people out there clutching their VHS.
2: Yeah, copies, for everyone saying, Inline. just watched it last night. I still have yeah. mine. Still can't stop, but I still <laughs> have it.
0: <laughs> oh, so let's hop into our recap. Well, I mean, do you guys want to... You didn't remember it. I didn't remember it either. I not remember a, it at all. I, f- I fly I by in though. one of the first scenes. Yeah.
3: I, I
2: enjoyed it too. Yeah. I liked watching uh, Ethan. Yeah. You know, he's so good. And watching the kind of depth of, of what they did with the Frankie character in this episode, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I really yeah, did.
0: I, I was a little on the fence about some of that. We'll talk about it as we get to it. But there's like it. this overall idea that like Frankie... Is a Frankie is more than what you know of him to be, and it's your fault you haven't noticed it. And yet I'm like, is it though? He's also a bully. Yeah, he's <laughs> also a bully. He's he's, he's, he's yep. they've never seen him as anything else. And yep. he well he even, no, we had the
1: love we had the love episode.
0: The guys have right. Corey yeah. and Sean have right. It was right. more about when Sean gets on his soapbox about you guys. Have you even bothered to look past him? Have you ever really yeah. looked at him and. You know the poor Robert character is like, yeah, upside, upside down. down. I'm like, so when he's been holding you upside down, yeah. <laughs> you're supposed to be like, maybe there's more to this yeah. man.
2: <laughs> it was int- it was certainly interesting, but I like I, I just I liked watching him. And by the way, and we'll get into this too, another no rusty episode. It finals again. He must have final- been busy yeah he, he must had have to have been working went, on something he must something. have yeah. he must yeah. have gone out to do something because there's too many in now in season three that he hasn't been in
0: i know i i agree he w- he must have been doing a feature yeah all right so let's hop into our recap we are in feeney's office feeney sitting at his desk says all right i have enough information and then we pull out to see sean and Corey sitting in his office dressed in cheerleader outfits Corey says mr feeney we didn't do anything to provoke frankie and joey feeney then thanks them and tells them they can go
1: now, I didn't remember this at all, but we had people come to our live show dressed in dressed. these cheerleader outfits. Right. And they were like, you know, it's oh, the time. And then yeah. I was like, oh, right. And I had the memory, but what I have a memory of is a photo that was taken on the set I, this day. Yes. And I, I someone has it. I don't know who. I like,
0: think I have it. I have a Polaroid have okay. of you guys in, in this outfit. Right.
1: Which I never remembered what that was from. I was like, is that from Chick Like Me? Why were we in right, cheerleader outfits? What I always thought, I thought too. Yeah, okay. But it's funny because the reason I wouldn't remember this is because we only did it one day right like like right. it's a costume gag so yep. it's not really and it's
0: Beanie's office so it wasn't filmed in front of the audience no
1: so or we did, did we do the hallway too so we could have like but oh, yeah. it's just funny because like it was obviously like you know an hour of my life it was right. not like like chick like me we were in makeup it's a whole thing so I remember All that week,
0: you're talking about it Dressing exactly you know, wardrobe whereas this fitting.
1: is just one you know one hour of our lives in, in, a, in a so I totally didn't remember it it's funny though it's a funny gag
0: So a surprised Corey asks like this, referring to their outfits. Sean asks, how are we supposed to get home? Feeney tells them to wait until it's dark and then run very quickly. (laughs) Corey gives him a weak smile and they walk toward the door. Their heads poke out of the office to check if anyone's around in the hallway. Corey says, everyone's in class. We couldn't have picked a better time. And then it's a non-cutting optical flip. They walk into the school hallway. And as they exit the office, the bell rings. Corey says, that's bad. And kids start to flood the hallways. Everyone looks at Corey and Sean. People are whistling and ooing, and one guy even comes up to Corey to try to touch his butt. I that was so weird. I was like, was What's that, happening? that bizarre?
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, yeah. oh they really and they obviously told that guy to yeah. do that. That's not that's not a choice that that a, a background uh, actor is going to make. Somebody came up and said, "Go try to go grab his us. Yeah. Was this
1: uh, John Tracy? Yeah, that's that's on 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 character. Okay,
0: yep, on brand. <laughs> Eric and Topanga are now in the crowd and Eric says, check out the new competition. Pretty hot, huh? Topanga responds, look at them. They must starve themselves. Eric. We acted Sean's- together. I know. Can you we believe it? We acted together since the you last said time. Topanga.
2: I think I had your face in my hand the last time we actually acted together. Yep. And I, as I watched it last night, I was like, hey, kind of a scene with the two of us. Yeah, a little was- bit of a
0: scene. Sure. We don't look at each other, but no, it's ever, a scene together. But that's OK.
2: We know each other. Apparently, yeah,
0: that's great. exactly Eric pats Sean's cheek and says, I get nervous around such beauties. Eric and Topanga walk off, and I say, no wonder I never made the squad. Topanga it out for the cheerleading squad? I doubt that. Mm, she's just being sarcastic. I don't think so. She's, being she's just being so a... Yeah, it doesn't snarky. seem
1: jarring to you, to you guys that we're just not acknowledging Corey and Topanga after, after that montage. Like, I mean, that was... It was it was like there were, like at least a longing look I don't know no, man like, you're just
2: well, I'm telling you you're just supposed this is the problem that I had that everybody that you guys were like no I'm in now it's I they you're just supposed to buy it now I was They're waiting for, for the
1: joke Me not too the, I was waiting for the joke of like this is why we're not dating anymore or yep. something about like to just reference it just acknowledge that it's like now we're friends or we're gonna be okay but it's like nothing I was like oh well, maybe it was out that of order but then if it was out sucked. of order then they would have been together. Yeah. Gosh.
0: You know what, by the way? It would have seemed more reasonable that they were still together in this episode. Because Mm -hmm. we've had other episodes when they were together where they, you know, just kind of passed each other. And she she was just like, ooh, sorry, that's happening. Bye. And then she walks away.
3: Right.
0: That part did bump me. As much as I enjoyed the overall episode, I did then after this scene say, wait a minute. Wasn't the last time we saw them this montage breakup? And- and it was supposed so to be hard, emotional. so yeah the the non continuity of it's whiplash it, yeah of a sitcom. I know. They're but- also
2: this is a this is an episode with so they're trying to put everybody in. I mean, Rusty's yeah. not there, but you've got Eli, you've got Tony, you've got that whole storyline there. You've got right. Blake you are are Ethan you've got I mean there's there's a lot going on uh yeah. in this episode with 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 a, with different actors different characters I mean the entire episode the focus is different characters than we normally do so
0: that's mm-hmm. true. what's so strange yeah. <clears throat> yeah Yeah Sean looks at Corey and tells him those buns of steel videos must have paid off I remember those buns of steel videos they were oh, yeah. great Yeah and then we're back in Feeney's office. Feeney is thanking Frankie and his father, who is Vader, now in his great suit. He's uh, coming down to discuss this matter. Feeney addresses Mr. Stacchino, and Frankie and Frankie's father both say yes. I mean, he is just so <sighs> great.
2: I love this whole scene. I Me too. I love this whole bit is amazing. So, oh, it was so funny because I was sitting
1: there going like, why is the blocking so awkward? Right, And I <laughs> was like, ready good, to criticize yeah. the blocking. And then the reveal of her at the end. I was like, perfect. It's right. perfect. Exactly. But it, but it perfect. was like, why would you possibly stand the actors like that? Way right up
0: there. Right. And I was like,
1: this is really poorly directed. I was like, no, it's perfectly directed. It's just, <laughs> yep great so
0: good so Feeney clarifies he was talking to Frankie and his father says yes again he tries clarifying he was talking to little Frankie and both of them look at each other and they shrug Feeney walks over to Frankie Jr. saying he was talking to this lad right here as he pats Ethan on the shoulder Feeney asks whose idea it was to burn students clothes and make them dress up in cheerleader outfits Frankie tells him he cannot say he must protect his friend Joey the rat (laughs) Feeney tells him it's too late. Joey's already been suspended. This meeting is to try and save Frankie from a similar fate. Frankie's father cuts Feeney off and tells him that won't happen to his boy. And then he cuts an excellent promo and uh, explaining that it won't happen again. My boy's going to straighten up and he's going to fly right as an 11-time heavyweight champion of the world. (laughs) It's so good. He guarantees, he and then he barks over and over again. He guarantees his boy is going to toe the line and starts barking at Feeney. We actually see Bill's hair. Yes. Blow in the I wind and his break breath. For a second, I was I like, I could oh, watch that
2: all day. Just like, him oh getting my God, him yet? just like <laughs> his shaking his head. Is like the <laughs> wind, the wind of <laughs> oh his breath. God, he almost, gave, like he f- almost fumbles his next line. Yeah, because it's that's why I thought so he was going to break, but he's like, not.
1: He's just dealing with
2: the dude oh, in front of. Him. So, it's good. So, it's good. so good, just so good, beautiful. <laughs>
0: Uh. Feeney assures Mr. Stakino he appreciates his passion, but he doesn't have to bark. Frankie looks upset as he says, poor Joey, poor me. What will I ever do without my best friend? Feeney tells him someone who drags you down is not your best friend. I suggest you find a better crowd or you'll end up like your friend Joey. Frankie's dad yells at him, telling him to do what Feeney says. Feeney butts in and tells him he doesn't have to yell. And Frankie Jr. says he's not yelling as his dad puts his arm around him and smiles. Feeney shakes his father's hand and thanks him for stopping by as Frankie and his dad walk away. We see there's been a woman standing behind Frankie this whole time, <laughs> completely blocked until this moment. Oh, perfectly Feeny cast too. She just
1: looks so Meek. sad. Wait, yeah, she's just a trod upon woman. It's just her poor life is just. Mixed.
0: She obviously was a background actor, and yeah. so probably somebody Dede picked, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh. But she just,
1: but her, the
2: look on her face is just so. You're like, it's oh, it's such a good, clever. Joke though. I, I mean, it just—you don't need a single word. It's just the reveal. Oh, Mrs. Oh, oh my God! It's and was, she sa- I he was says, says, I'm
0: so sorry." And she nods at him and shrugs. <laughs> what are you gonna do?
2: Just so good. Also, uh, one thing that—it's so funny. We've talked about this a little bit, but everybody always comes up to to me, especially. Well, I'm sure they do it to you as well. But they come up to us and they they say, "You're a lot smaller than I thought you're gonna be. Like, you're a lot shorter <laughs> than I thought you're gonna be. or A lot smaller than I thought you're gonna be." The The opposite is also true. When you're a really big person, you look smaller on camera. Being next to Leon, he was a mountain of a man.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: And you got that sense in this episode from the size of his suit.
4: Yeah. Like, if
2: you look at that suit he's wearing, you forget how big this guy really was in person. I mean, he was a mountain of a man. And this actually, when I watched, I was like... Oh, that's right! I forgot how big he was. Because you see the suit, it's like it's huge, I know. huge man. Such a nice guy too. We always talk about it. What a what a guy yeah. he was.
0: What a man. Yeah. So then we're in the school hallway. Corey and Sean are wearing new John Adams hoodies. I love these hoodies. I, these I still hoodies. have
3: one. I still uh, have one. Do you man. really? Yep. I still have man, one. Man, that's. A, I wish do. we had that. I want. It's I want a Pembroke.
1: Air. I want a whole Pembroke outfit and a John Adams. I know Adams hat. We, we, I have the we, one we might that have Ben's to just wearing. make that
2: merch. Yeah, I have yeah. the one that Ben's wearing the dark, the dark gray one. It's I use it to work out. It's Ryder's like, wearing, wearing the gray one, nice.
0: I think. I think well, yeah, Ryder has light think... gray
2: and dark has the whatever the darker one is. I, I still think
0: have it's that. green. Is it? I don't. Know. I think I it was green. I don't know. I okay. Uh, Ryder also has a sweater tied around his waist. So he's wearing a hoodie and a sweater tied around his waist. He must get very cold. Layers
3: shirts.
2: Ryder gets chilly. Sean
0: says, well, it sure feels better than those skirts. And Corey says, he doesn't know. There's something to be said for the freedom they gave. Sean looks at Corey and agrees. Yeah, you thought that too? They both look at each other quickly and laugh as they say,
3: no, no.
4: I
0: mean- Maybe you guys just are going to wear kilts.
2: Uh, yeah, what's I was going to say, kilts <laughs> were not? around for hundreds of years I for know. a reason. There's obviously a comfort to that. My God. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, like the insanity of a
2: guy wearing a dress.
1: No, you, no you would imagine never.
2: imagine it? Can't do that. Yeah.
0: Sean says they better get out of there before Frankie comes looking for them. Uh, and Frankie has quickly become the boy's main op here. He is just... Number one, Corey says, there's no need to worry. Feeney just read him the riot act. Even Frankie wouldn't be stupid enough to mess with them after that. Frankie walks up to Sean and Corey and puts his arms around them saying, oh, you'd be pained at how stupid I could be. And he pushes them into a classroom. And then we're in the school classroom and Frankie tells Sean and Corey, you ratted me out and Joey. And as Joey used to say, live by the rat, die by the rat. He does a very cute little impression. Cute. Got yeah. Live by the rat, die by the rat. He's got to, that high-pitched voice. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> Corey asks what that means and Frankie says, why don't we ask him? Oh, wait, we cannot. My one and only friend Joey has been suspended. I walk alone in this world except for the grilled cheese sandwich in my pocket. Famous quote alert. Isn't Famous that word. the, the quote? Ethan told us people come up and quote to him all the time and he I like, so, yeah. and he didn't really the remember the context yeah. of it. Yeah. Okay. I think that's the one people always say to him.
1: It's a really funny line.
0: It is funny. Yeah.
1: This whole scene though, kind of bumped me in that it, it's like a repeat of the other episode where he did this to yeah. us in the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. For the post. Yeah.
0: For the, when he loves somebody. Like almost
1: yeah. down to the lines where I'm like yeah. doing the what woo thing. Like right. I almost, it's, it's like the like same beat. And, which is fine. Like, obviously, it's a repeating. But why Why don't we acknowledge it? Like, I feel like right. we act like we've never had any relationship or connection with Frankie. But the truth is, yeah. at this point, we've had so many interactions. It sh- like, it wouldn't be that hard for us to be like, we know you're a sensitive guy who likes poetry. And we've been yeah. to poetry readings with him. Like, right. why are we acting like we have no idea who he is besides, you know, it's
0: weird. It's like. Yeah. That is, you're just, right. That they, they're, they're, they kind of, I think they. When they love something, they want to find a way to redo it with a new spin on it because they loved it and it worked well. So they loved the dynamic of Ethan with the two of you. So they were like, how do we do that? Well, we can't have Ethan go to the boys again and say, would you guys be my new friends? Because that's kind of what he did. He asked for your advice the first time. So in this one, you guys are offering yourselves to him, but we're going to just forget that we know anything about each other. So, you know, when you binge a show like we are we're realizing how many things get regurgitated. Yep. Mm -hmm. But I think when you're watching it a week at a time within a long break in the summer, people may not even remember that that ever even happened. No, in fact, it's
1: it's like, it's beholden on the writers to declare like to 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 re um reestablish who characters are every yeah. week Do you know what i mean like in other words if ethan were if we were too friendly and relaxed with him too early in this episode yep. there'd be no story right? right so you have to like make it more extreme which just makes everything more cartoony and and, and less realistic yeah. yes. right it's
0: just yeah yeah so, Frankie raises his fist, asking who dies first. And Corey says, Whoa, whoa, Frankie, what I'm getting here is that friendship is very important to you. So, how about this? You let us live. You got two new friends. And just like Ryder said, he turns to Corey in surprise and says, Who? Corey tells him, Us. Think about it. We could hang out, go to movies, ball games, whatever. Frankie, now interested, asks if they could go to poetry readings. And Corey says, We're there. Sean turns to him and says, I hate poetry. Corey reassures what? him that if they're a friend. This is know, like. The defining characteristic of Sean within Not like yet, what,
1: a year. Not but I already years. wrote poems. Remember? We like we right. discovered that that yeah. was established earlier. Yeah. I mean, there was it it's was you like joke, counting but...
2: crows and all that kind of I mean, it's like yeah. obviously you've got that kind of poetic soul.
3: Why?
1: And like yeah. like we're surprised that he likes poetry. We've we've been to a poetry reading with him. Nah, yeah. no, this was throwing this was throwing Sean under the bus.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was For throwing Sean the under joke. the bus, just making Sean a, a, a bit of a, you know, uh dum dum a dum dum yeah. here, and the liver yeah, joke the is sake. really
2: weird. Uh, I
0: thought it was very funny. Did I you like really? that it's. I, I, I loved I, I it. I didn't get
2: it. I, mean, I, think I, it, I just like it that it's better.
0: something that couldn't sound anything less yeah, like poetry reading. That was a
2: rewrite <laughs> joke for me. You said liver. <laughs>
0: weird. Uh, weird. Sean turns to Frankie and says, "Oh, poetry. I thought you said." liver. Corey asks, what do you say, Frankie, friends? And he sticks out his hand to shake on it. Frankie asks him if this is a sincere effort, not just a phony move to avoid agonizing pain and suffering. Sean and Corey say, it's sincere, absolutely heartfelt. So this is where he says the agonizing pain and suffering. This is one of those moments where I was like, you want everyone to see you as something more than this bully, but in both of the time, like in this time, he's the only reason they're agreeing to be his friend is because he's threatening because to gonna kill agonizing, he's gonna be a bully. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to beat you.
3: Sense.
0: And then they say, OK, let's be friends. And then later in the hallway, too, he says when you get on your side and then he goes, are you doing this just to avoid agonizing pain and suffering? It's like so you are still you're yeah. not actually trying to turn over a new leaf
2: No. This is also all right after he holds up his fist and says, which one of you dies first? Right. So (laughs) it's like, yeah, he's a bully. I mean, he's a bully.
0: Uh, Frankie starts to tear up and tells them it makes him very happy. He grabs them and pulls them into a hug. Sean and Corey yell out in pain as Frankie grabs tighter and Corey says, we never do anything right. And then we're in Turner's apartment. The phone rings. The The way I play
1: this scene, there's this, there was this look in my eyes like, like, like I'm, 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 like I feel sorry for for him. Like there's this really intense. It was, it was like, yeah. wow. Sean is like pitying, and then also kind of like worried that he's. It's, it's a, it's. It was like, the, it's almost like Sean is not sure yet if. How do I put this? It, I almost feel like, like, like Sean is is thinking that he might be joking the whole time. Like mm. that, Frankie at any point is going to be like no, 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 I'm really not, you know, like, and it's, it it adds, like, this level of tension that was, like, oh, that's, that's funny, but I also don't know if I was planning it or if I just was actually sitting there going, what is Ethan gonna do? You mean in
0: the scene, in the classroom scene? Yeah, in this scene,
1: like, if you look at the way I'm looking at him, it's, like, I am so weirded out, like, it's almost like I'm, I'm pitying him, but then I'm also, like, yeah, is this gonna work? Is this gonna, and it's so real, like, I was watching, I was, like, I only, like. Did I not know what Ethan was going to say or do from moment to moment? Like it's it's right. really intense. And It's funny. Good acting. Good no, acting. I, I I think something was going on. I think either like Ethan was because Ethan was a very intense actor. Yeah. Like, yeah. I w- I feel like he might have been changing up the performance on the night of the show or like. Been messing with us in some way to get that look out of me because it is intense, and I'm like, yeah. that's not me acting. That is me, like, actually not sure what's going to happen next, or maybe I was just trying not to laugh, which we know. Yes, well, and
0: later in the cafeteria, you just fully break. Yes, yeah. and oh, isn't and it, so, I thought it was in
1: Turner's apartment. I broke, but whatever no, I break all the time.
0: I mean, maybe you also broke in Turner's apartment, but with <laughs> with Joey, you fully break, and it's great i'm sorry not joey with ethan okay with yeah with frankie as he leaves and says i have i have to go and have time to reflect Hmm. and you just talk through your laughing and it's (laughs) it's uh, it's just unbelievable (laughs) so we're in turner's apartment the phone rings it's right next to a cd tower do you guys remember cd towers of course course. oh i I still have all my cds well that's
2: not surprising yeah i just i have them all they're all upstairs yes thank you very much
0: As Turner cooks in the kitchen, Sean and Eli are nearby sitting on the couch. Eli walks over to the ringing phone and asks Turner, you going to get that? Turner looks up and says, no. Sean responds, you think it's her again? The machine beeps and a woman's voice says, hi, it's me again. Sean says, and we have an answer. The voicemail continues and the woman says, John, I'm not saying you're avoiding me. Maybe you're standing right in front of the phone and doing that thing with your hand covering your mouth. Turner moves his hand immediately and Eli tells him she always did give him the willies. The voicemail continues, anyway, I'm in town until Sunday. I just think we owe it to each other to sit down and talk. Everyone's silent, and Sean says, man gets a call. Lots of
2: calls from what sounds I to be this. a very attractive this lady. This is the Do only you? part of the entire episode I remember is Ryder doing this
0: writer doing the man thing. It's know very funny. I don't know if I remember I didn't it from remember the, the table, table read
2: funny. or from the show. It's great. I remember the dude, this whole bit. The dude payoff yeah. is great. I remember I actually, this. So I great. this
1: episode with Indy and he loved this part. Yeah, he thought I thought I remember this whole thing. I remember this entire thing. Yeah,
0: this yep. is all very funny and I love that you call yourself his little buddy Sean. He doesn't say a word of it to his little buddy Sean. Huh, interesting. Turner looks at him and says, there's nothing to tell. Sean respan- responds with, man gets all squirrely every time this girl calls. Makes a guy think man's keeping secrets from him. Turner tells Sean to stop with the whole man thing, and Sean says, "Man seems Dude. a little irritated lately." <laughs> Turner says, "It's no big deal. It's a girl he dated a long time ago, and it's over." And then, looking at Sean, he says, "Don't you dare start the next sentence with man." Sean responds with, "Dude's got a problem with the word it's man. Problem with the word. Very Dude's
2: got a problem with the word man. Funny. It was great. Very it was great. Funny. Yeah. Was uh, there were one. several times in this scene where it was especially with you, Ryder. You were completely out of focus.
4: Really?
2: really? Yes. It was just." Bizarre! It was like, Aww. oh, that's jarring. It was just all. It was uh, whoever was doing your coverage, especially
0: right. Who was on camera X? They were it soft, was just
2: mm. really out of focus. It was, biz- it was Weird. It was Ray? weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I I Ray was a. one of our camera guys. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I, <remember laughs> I thought
0: he was. I thought Ray was A, but hey, what did, I know? did we really remember our camera
1: offs? I think Ray was A.
2: Was Ray the heavy oh God, heavy, would, heavy if smoker? If we
1: saw them, we would know them in a heartbeat. I think Ray was the heavy
2: heavy smoker.
0: Brian McKenzie was one of our uh, yeah. camera coordinators, mm-hmm. and he's now my associate director Amazing. on two oh, different cool. shows I direct. Oh,
2: that's cool. Yeah,
0: yeah, he's great. He's a director, too. He's fantastic. He was nominated for an Emmy with me last year. Mm. Um, so, yeah, yeah we still see each other writer. all the time.
2: You're out of focus. Oh.
0: So uh, as Turner's chopping stops chopping his vegetables, Eli encouraged Turner to share something with Sean, and Turner says, Okay, you know those three little words that are very difficult to say to a woman unless you really mean them? And Sean asks, is father home? Is his
3: father home? <laughs> <Such> a-
0: <laughs> Turner says, no, Sean, I love you. Sean smiles at him and says, oh, you're just a little vulnerable right now. Turner says, man needs to take a little walk. And mm. he leaves. I love him turning that on you. Sean, now alone with Eli, asks who this girl is. And Eli says, you ever hear of the one that got away? Eli tells Sean she left him, but he thinks John's the one that got away. Sean asks, away from what? And Eli says, you know everything about John, right? Sean laughs and says, "Are you kidding me? I live with the guy. I'm his little buddy. We have no secrets." Eli says, "So you know his parents are real rich." And Sean's surprised and says, he has, parents, "He has parents, which is brilliant." This is a
2: great scene. See,
0: I scene loved this
1: scene, and Love it. I guess, yeah, I, I, it was a bummer to me that it that Sean wasn't involved in the rest of the storyline. Like, yeah. I, I wanted Aunt and Eli for that matter. Like. The fact that it just kind of becomes a Turner and a new character of the week, who's fine, but it's yeah. it just like it doesn't really. And I also was waiting for the fact that Turner comes from money to affect Sean in some like real way. Like, right. Because um, that's a really interesting inversion of Sean's character, right? Like Sean yeah. comes from nothing and is now in this situation. If Turner c- came from a lot of money and is in this situation like that... I, I, that's so cool, but it yeah. doesn't. I mean, besides, there was a couple jokes of Sean. You know, oh yes, we're just going to be poor forever, whatever. Like that's funny, but like
0: I don't know. Like this was such a cool dynamic. I, I want I to. I know. You, maybe it does in future episodes. I don't. I, I don't so. know. Yeah. Um, but. It is one of those things, like Will said, there there are a lot of characters in this and a lot yeah. of storylines and we have very little time.
3: Yeah, So yeah,
1: I think they just, you know, it's one of those things like the writing staff, I think, would intentionally pull away from our main storylines with the little, yeah. you know, these sort of like one offs of like, let's do a bully storyline, you know, because right. we had the Harley last season. You know, that whole Harley with his girlfriend episode, kind of out of nowhere, yeah. Um, and then, and and, and and always Corey gets completely lost in these situations, right? Like, yeah. where is Boy? Um, right, but it's Who a good just way to went build through a build terrible out the breakup. World. breakup. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is another one of those standalone episodes, though, where if you were to turn on the show and you'd never seen it before, you would have no idea that Ben was the star. No. Right. Um, yeah. So it's that's or that you're in occasion. the show, or, or that, that I'm in the show, or Danielle's in the show, or, right? the like, show, or yeah. 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 This was one of those, and this was also, I mean, one of those weeks where you could tell I did the tag. Um and I did that first scene in the hallway, but I think we probably pre-shot the tag.
3: Maybe Mm -hmm. um, so so I was not.
2: I'm sure we did that one scene, and I was out. So yeah, I'm sure I didn't see. Yeah, we were gone by eight
3: fifteen. Yeah.
2: Um. So. So
0: Eli explains all John had to do was stay in the family business and he would have been set for the rest of his life. Sean, taking a glimpse at their apartment, says, clearly he chose a different route. Eli continues, yeah, but before he chose this route, he had a girlfriend, Melanie, and Melanie's family grew up in a big old house, too. So everyone figured they'd get married and have rich little kids. Sean asks why they didn't. Are we skipping?
2: And- oh, you're not, you're not going to give any shout out to where he's actually from? I get... I get, you know, snap about this. Is that what I get? You, you're snap. I don't snap? know what it is. What is it? What's when you snap? Well, use, snap might still
1: is, be the part. The, what the, the, is you know the, the the term that you? I want to say I get century, century. about it, yeah. but you can't
2: right. say that about being from Connecticut. We find out Jonathan Turner's from Connecticut, and you're going to blow right past it like most people driving through Connecticut. <laughs> um, so it just wow, he's from I'm, Connecticut, my boy. He's From Connecticut,
0: you're yes, right. You're right. You we should
2: shout out to the nutmeg
4: state.
0: There we go. Hi, I'm Danielle Fischl from Podmeets World. Did you know small businesses make up 99.9% of all businesses in the U.S.? The world is powered by entrepreneurs, and if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. In every episode, host Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown the lessons of launching and nurturing a small business and how they have found success being their own boss, from the excitement of first starting out to finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently. So you can too. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia and Intuit QuickBooks. Hi, it's Danielle Fischel, Ryder Strong and Will Friedle. I've got to tell you about something new I have been trying. Since the first of the year, I have been drinking a HealthAid kombucha in the morning, and I feel amazing. I've wanted to make sure that gut health became a major focus for 2024, and HealthAid kombucha is leading the way.
1: So what exactly is HealthAid kombucha? It's a fermented, bubbly, probiotic tea that's good for your gut. It's blended with real fruit juice, and
2: it's super thirst-quenching. A little sweet, and a little tangy, and very refreshing. It comes in so many delicious flavors, but my favorites so far are Pink Lady Apple, Passion Fruit Tangerine, and Ginger Lemon.
0: And I know that a healthy feeling can start with your gut. And so starting my day with Health Aid Kombucha has been the best first step to achieving this, right when I wake up. It's the kickstart I need to make sure my energy is up and everything starts with a healthy outlook. And it's the perfect replacement for those sodas that come with fast food meals I pick up with the kids. It really gives you that sparkling beverage feel you might be used to. Thumbs up from me.
1: If you want to give it a try and see how great you can feel, look for the brown bottle with an anchor and make HealthAid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you.
0: So Sean asks why they didn't, and Eli tells him Jonathan wanted his own life, which caused disagreements between him and Melanie. You understand? Sean questions that he gave up the good life and all that money to be a schoolteacher and teach kids like him. Eli laughs and asks, so what do you think of your roommate now? And Sean mutters, that is one sad, twisted man. <laughs> And then we're in the Matthews backyard. Corey and Frankie are walking home and right into the backyard side yard. Frankie tells Corey he had a wonderful day in school today. He thinks he's going to be like being a regular guy and having regular friends like him. Corey says, that's really great, Frankie. So uh, thanks for walking me home. Frankie says, you're welcome. And he just blindly walks in the door and goes inside the house. (laughs) Then we're in the Matthews kitchen. So funny. Amy's in the kitchen and Frankie says, hello, Mrs. Matthews. Is it okay if Corey sleeps over at my house this Friday night? And I do think there is nothing cuter. Than seeing Ethan ask house. permission oh, in yeah. the house for his yeah. friend to spend the night. There's but just something so adorable about that. Remember that last episode where
1: Ethan was in the house and we were like, "Whoa, Ethan was in the living room!" It was such a yeah. big deal. It never happened,
0: but it happened. It
1: happened. A it much. happened. Like,
0: yeah, happened <laughs> yeah. a few times apparently. Yeah. Uh, Corey runs up behind Frankie, shaking his head and telling his mom to say no. Amy tells Frankie, "Sure." Corey says he needs to talk to his mom real quick and asks her, what part of this didn't he understand? Didn't she understand? And I guess we're just supposed to assume that Frankie's walked out. We didn't ever go to a master where we could see him walk out into he's the living room. He's supposed to have left, I think. He's yeah. supposed to have left, but not seeing yeah. it. It was a little yeah. jarring to see him just loudly. Also, disc- where
1: you know.
2: did he go? Like, he
0: went to he the living room. Living room. Because
2: okay, then he comes back in with normal. Eric. So I was going to say, he- I do. I did actually stay here longer than I thought. Oh, and the other right. thing yeah. is, We need to start making little check marks by certain jokes because I think the this, what part of this, don't you, I think that comes back. Mm. And I don't know if it's another character that does it, but this was kind of ringing in my ears that this is a reoccurring joke that happens more (laughs) often on the show. We'll see.
0: So Amy asks Corey, what's going on? And Corey says, it's Frankie. Suddenly the guy's like my new best friend. He's not leaving me alone. Amy tells Corey that he may be lonely. He just needs people to hang with. Corey says he doesn't need friends. He's Frankie the enforcer. Amy tells him everybody needs friends. Deep down inside, he probably has some good qualities and Corey should try to find them. Corey tells her Frankie's a thug. He scares people. He's made Corey's life miserable ever since his first day at John Adams. And Amy questions that sweet, polite boy. She motions behind Corey, and we see Eric with his arm around Frankie walking into the kitchen. Eric says, Oh, yeah, Corey loves sleepovers. You know, in fact, with Monday being a holiday, why don't you keep him all weekend? Frankie asks if he can do that, and Eric tells him, You wouldn't be a friend if you didn't. Corey, of course, looks panicked as Eric pulls Corey in for a hug and says, Right, little bro. Mm-hmm. So then we're back in Turner's apartment. Sean is walking down the stairs, and Turner appears from his room patting cologne on his neck.
3: It's probably that aftershave.
2: It is, but I have that you? sweater. This is the start. I had two sweaters in this, in this episode. This oh. was the first. And so that's how I knew that Sarah Markowitz, by this point, was also dressing me Buying in real life. real clothes. Yeah, right. Because you I was like, I have oh, so sweater. so
0: happy with your clothes. You were like, can you get two of these, please? Yep. So One for me. So she got that
2: black sweater with the red stripe. And then in the next scene, that green sweater <laughs> that Ben's wearing with the diamonds. Yeah, I had that until the Argyle four months ago. And Sue (laughs) insisted I throw it out because it was so had so many holes from moths. She's like, (laughs) this has to go. So I would put it on over a white shirt and you would just see my white (gasps) shirt shirt. all the way through it. So I had it for 20 some odd years. Yeah, I I literally just got rid of that a couple months ago.
0: Oh, that's so funny. Uh, Sean says, whoa, you've been doing some heavy cleaning today as he fans the air. But he follows it up with, oops, that's your cologne. Turner fake laughs and responds with, oops, you've got no place to live. A little harsh. That's, that's a pretty, going pretty to quick escalation there. Yeah, my God. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> Kick in the
1: kid who's been kicked out of every home exactly. and abandoned by parents. Yep. Uh-huh. Don't make
0: any jokes, kid. <laughs> wow. Sean asks Turner if he called Melanie and if they're all going to move into a big house in Connecticut. Turner realizes he's been talking to Eli. Turner clarifies, that's only who she thought I was, Sean. That's not who I am. And Sean asks, why do you think she called you? Turner says she just wants to find out how he turned out, how unhappy he is, how she made the right choice, and he made the wrong one. The doorbell buzzes, and Turner says, get ready, Sean. You're about to meet Melanie Clifton, the richest girl in Westport, Connecticut. Is Set Westport up. a real place? Set yeah. up.
2: Westport is a real place, and Westport okay. has lots of money. Yep. Okay.
0: Yep. So she's going to walk through that door with a big fur coat, jewelry. She's going to take one look around this apartment and criticize Stand my up. lifestyle. Then she's going to go on back and have tea, house t- 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 and all t- 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 that t- 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 money. But what do t- you think is going to happen? just watch door opens... And um, she's got a leather jacket on. She's, she's obviously leather. cool. She's got it's a t-shirt
2: a, it's just on. a female Turner. Surprised You didn't hear the motorcycle roll up outside. No, she should have been holding she's her holding holding helmet. helmet. Like, <laughs> oh my hey gosh
1: And they just oh, yeah. You know they debated it. You know they <laughs> talked about it. And they were like, they "Is that them. too much? Is must,
3: must be. too much? too <laughs> She's just holding
2: a helmet. So Matthews hey, hey, Matthew. just I don't know. just holding an X-Men. How you doing? Hey, how you doing? hey i missed you how Turner. you doing hey, hey just
1: reading my ex. wait a minute he's hey, from I'll connecticut then why does he have a new york accent we'll never find there's that out. no oh, way they, they just have the... new york accents we're in philly but
2: he's definitely like he yeah. came in with a thick new york accent yeah. and it's like especially when you're from westport trust right. me if you have any accent <laughs> like the, you know it's like <laughs> right
3: uh, you sound like yeah.
2: Like <laughs> yeah, you sound like charles emerson winchester
0: So when Turner opens the door, (laughs) Melanie appears. She's wearing very normal clothing. She says it's been way too long and Turner is in shock. She even says his apartment is a nice place, reminds her of her own apartment. She Mm. sees Sean and says, hi, you must be Sean. Sean sticks his hand out to shake hers and says, hi, you must be money, Melanie. And she smiles and Turner is still shook.
2: I have to say something. So he's because he's such a good friend of mine, I think I I can say this. His reaction when she walks in Uh is the first false beat I've seen from Tony since (laughs) he's been on the show. Fake surprise. It was the first one where I was like, oh that like he just it just wasn't on his face. And it's the (laughs) only time I've seen it in the, the so long he's been on the show the only time i've seen it, i was like oh that there was one quick moment of tony where i was like that wasn't that wasn't perfect oh my god it was not perfect
4: so, so, <laughs> so funny
2: so funny it's so not him
4: you
0: know when i when you see those moments for any of us it always makes me wonder what the notes were we were getting mm-hmm. about about whether or not they wanted a bigger reaction from right. tony you know that where it was like it. Yeah.
2: get bigger 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 yeah because yeah.
0: remember remember how every now and then it, we would get those notes of like I need to I need to see it more. Open yep. the door and it should be a whoa. And yep. you're like, it feels very false. Yeah. But this for some reason in that week or in that moment they didn't want any sort of subtlety. So that it really been, makes me wonder how much he, of a note he was getting of like, and really big. play up the shock, big, big, big. big. Yeah. I
2: easily could have been that. It was so funny.
0: So funny. So then we're in Chubby's. Corey walks in and Sean asks if he's alone. Corey says, no, he tried to get away on his bike, but Frankie jogged behind him the entire way. Pound for pound. He's the fastest man on earth. (laughs) Frankie jogs in and thanks Corey for their little workout. He excuses himself to go replenish fluids. Sean says to Corey, the guy invited me to his house for a slumber party. And in a very funny beat, Corey best. says, oh, you're going to be there, too. Yes. correct. take ever. Ben's performance in <laughs> that moment. It's so good. Oh, my God. It's
3: so,
1: so, so good. earnest. And then yes. So yes. yes.
0: yes. yes. You're going to be there, too. Yes. This is the best. Yeah. I love it.
1: Yeah. And you know, Ben loved that joke. Oh, you can tell yeah. that he was yeah. just like, yes.
0: Into I wanna, it. Yes. Oh, so funny. funny. Sean tells him he's not helping. Corey says, my mom told me everyone has good qualities. Sean laughs and says, Frankie doesn't have any good qualities. He's a thug. Corey says, well, now he's our thug. Let's just find the good. Frankie walks back toward them and all the kids and chubbies run away when they see him. Sean asks Corey, how is Frankie good? Wherever he goes, people scatter. A very small boy walks up to Frankie to hand him his burger and says, from yep. your humble servant, turkey. I hope that's not a problem. And Frankie this is where I was like, why are
1: there all these kids on
0: our show? They're so
1: oh, no. <laughs> They are children. he was just have <laughs> that gang yeah. at the
0: end. So, Because so, yes. I was like, we
1: would never have a... Sp- like yes. under eighteen, unless it's like a big thing, and then of For course it of is them. a big
2: thing. Yep. It's right. a big thing. All of a sudden, yes. everyone at Chubby's. It was ten and under night at Chubby's that it was, night. Yeah. It
0: was
1: exactly, so and, and then, that's what I didn't understand is I was like, why isn't this taking place in the cafeteria? It makes a lot more sense. And then of course the next scene or two is, scenes is, later, we is, are in the cafeteria. Yes. So they just had to like diversify yeah. locations. Yep. But it really doesn't make much sense that there's all these kids.
0: Just I know. Having, you know children everywhere. It looked yeah. like it was like take your kid to work week at Meets right. right. World. <laughs> Uh, So Frankie goes to sit down at the nearest table and everyone gets up and runs away to let him have it. Um, Corey admits they bow down to him like he's the king of the school. Sean smiles as he figures it out. He and Corey have found the good. Corey says, let us be sure. Corey yells to everyone in Chubbies. If anyone needs me or Sean, we'll be sitting right here with our new best friend, Stanky. Stanky? Stanky for Kino,
2: thank you for thank you for Oh,
3: you
1: ever met Stanky? Hey, Stanky! Oh my God, I love that. Stanky for the Kino family. Yeah, you know, don't mess you know, with Stanky? the frikino You got Stanky. Did you just call me Stanky? Stanky? Did you
3: just call me Stanky? Oh man.
1: Oh God. Oh, See, so. this is where I was just like, I just, you know, like what we, we. It's one thing to not acknowledge that we don't remember that he is. This poetry loving sensitive person, which we've known since the moment we right. met, but then we don't remember he's a bully. <laughs> like what?
0: <laughs> like yeah. this well, you is a remember discovery. He's a bully. You just don't remember how that helps
1: you. Which like, so, like like what we like we I don't know. It's just, I was like what it no none of this is all false on such a I don't know. I guess yeah. it's cute whatever fine who cares? no i know i agree with you it's, it's trying think, to like, be heartfelt and the fact that it, it lands somewhere with a message that i do like which is don't judge a book by its cover you know like people are m- more than just what they seem to be it could have been a way to say that and do that without having to go this far you know yeah. to me it was just like so forced on our on our character part. you know like our assessment of his character is just okay yeah predictable
0: So Sean smiles as he walks over to the table saying, Frankie, buddy, where you been all our lives? Frankie shrugs and says around as Corey and Sean sit down to join him. And then we are at a new restaurant exterior. Very fancy. Fancy, bancy. Yeah. Like in Westport. Just like it. Turner admits this is a different look for Melanie. Jeans and a t-shirt. He asks if daddy cut off the credit cards. Again, a little rude, John. Settle down. Just no, No reason to... Come in so hot. Well, she broke up with him. I, yeah, I guess. Uh, Melanie corrects him and says she has her own credit cards now. She started her own little business. Turner says, So you just re- dress this way to make me feel comfortable? Melanie says, No, this is what she wears to make herself comfortable. This is what she wears to work. She started her own little bookstore. Turner is shocked as he says, So you don't work for your father anymore? She says, No, not for a few years now. John touches his heart, with, like feigning shock again. John,
2: settle. Down. We don't this know the pers- whole backstory, Danielle. This I this know, person like- could have really hurt him. Uh, and now he's I'm in sure. the driver's seat. So I'm it's sh- like I'm sure she did. But I this scene is just it's not. It's.
0: It's, it's just so, not it. It doesn't not. have it. it is. I'm, I'm sorry. The, that thing, just,
2: the, the <laughs> thing that bothered me the most was how cheap the wine looked that they ordered. I mean, it was, <laughs> yeah. like, it was like it's queen, probably purple Kool-Aid, drink. Was, it was our red it's drink, red, which exactly. it so are yeah. red drink in the next just scene. Little, they yeah, used it the for the wine,
3: which
1: I was like, oh, the return of the red drink. Because I actually had the thought just yesterday, I was like. No, that I haven't been eating as much on this show. Uh Like I was like, finally, Sean stopped eating. Like, (laughs) see,
2: because now you get regular meals, right, at home. home. (laughs) Yeah, at home you get regular meals with. We used to on
1: Girl Meets World. I had the line about when Sean shows up on Girl Meets World. I had the line like. I don't get a lot of home-cooked meals. meals. do you remember this? And now Sabrina just thought it was the funniest thing in the world. So, like, that's still something Sabrina and I say to each other. I don't get a lot of of home-cooked meals. (laughs) It's like the puppy dog home-cooked... Anyway, I guess you're right. But, yeah. But here I am in this episode. I was was drinking the red drink. But, no, my problem with this scene is she's a very good actress. So, I feel bad because it's not her her fault. But this is the most expositional dialogue. And, like... This is like that classic thing of like, we don't have enough time, so let's just have characters talk about themselves basically in third person. Like, yes. Yeah. Here's the way I feel about my life and what I went through from stage this to this stage, and now I found myself, yes. and I'm this, and now I feel... Th- it's like, oh my God.
2: But I, this this is, is like just to get you to... this. All this scene is is to get you to, wait a second, I need to see Frankie for who he is, and because... Right. A person is who they are. So that's what she you're learning. Jonathan's learning that she didn't he didn't see her for what's so and that's supposed to buy it's like, I got I it, know. but it just was not done well.
1: It's not. And then no. the fact that it's that I have the realization of the episode. <laughs> yes. And then Corey piggybacks onto my realization in the weirdest way. So it's like the thematics and like the character arcs are completely out of whack. And they're yeah. not tracking. And so it's a weird like yeah, I, I wish this she episode good had just actress. been more of a yeah. yeah, yeah. But like this scene sh- like is trying to be heartfelt and trying to develop Turner, and it's a bummer that it's just it's telling, not showing. Right? That's the writing rule. It's like you show, don't tell. And instead, these are characters just telling at each other what their characters are like, which is a trap that I feel Boy Meets World falls into. It's a
0: bummer. Um, you it know, is, it's, it's it is it's. It's tr- it is because we don't have enough time. I wrote no, at ta- the end exactly. of the scene. This yeah, exactly. is a perfect representation of how only TV characters talk. Yes. Never do people. This would never. This is no. not a realistic conversation between two people who are no. seeing each other for the no. first time in a long you have to time. Get out
1: so much backstory, but you and, have to
0: get yeah. out everything in yeah. probably what a two minute scene. Yeah, you. You have Sue to. Sue and out I have meals like this time. all
2: the time. We still. This is still conversation <laughs> between Sue and I. <laughs> And just what go. are you
0: wearing? Are you just wearing that to make me comfortable? Yeah. No, it's not. I have well, my the own thing about life. about our past Whoa.
2: interactions
1: with each other, Will, is that when you first asked me to marry you, I was, th- and now I've become this exactly. type right. of person That's exactly who thinks like- these things about, geez, like, okay. That's but how people also- from
2: Connecticut talk. <laughs>
0: From Westport. Yeah. But basically, we find out she's no longer a rich kid. She went out and found her own life because John went out and found his own life. And that's ultimately why she ended up being upset with him when he went and found his own life. She says, so I guess the reason (laughs) I I talk about this value system
1: for a second, like,
0: like, I like, why did Turner give up
1: money? Like, why not like go into teaching and use money for good? Like, why not?
0: Like, because, you know.
1: Like, I think why do you have to be to... poor to be a better person? Like,
0: both of them. The, like... the idea is that the idea is that his parents cut him off. Yes, because, because he wouldn't go into the family business. business. No, because into he wouldn't go into the family, family, business. Business. No, into the family, family business. business. Which yeah. is what but we, we didn't don't, don't
2: know. talk about it. Yeah, we, we don't yacht building.
1: Yeah, we don't know. what it is. It seems kind of important, right? Like, like if it's something really like, what if the family business is great for the world? Like. Yeah, uh, my guess
2: is it's something it's something that wouldn't be considered altruistic. It's it's right. you know, yeah, pharmaceuticals. Yeah, it's just pure or capitalist capitalists, right. they're they're right. venture capitalist, whatever it is. Right. And he's like, No, I want to go and help people. Well, if you and don't do this, John, we're cutting you off. And so I don't exactly. care. I'm getting on my very expensive motorcycle that you probably bought me anyway, and I'm leaving. <laughs> um and I think that's probably what happened. So yeah, yeah. I think that's what they're, and and then that's that's what she they're alluding started to started her
1: anyway. own bookstore.
2: She saw right. John well, and money is that so she, she was no abs- longer. when
0: he right. left her and left the life because he wanted his own life what she realized was that deep down she knew that was now going to force her to to do the same thing and she right. knew that that was going to be hard and so right. but she did it and now here she is and she's come through the other side of it and she just yeah. now wants and him to think of her a, a little differently jacket. I mean, I mean they're on. meant to be
2: guys come on. it's leather you don't so see then, that if you're wealthy <laughs>
0: <laughs> so then John lifts up his wine glass and says, You still have that beamer? And she says, Hey, a girl's got to get around, you know? This I thought he was going to say, This isn't wine. Real quickly. <laughs> yeah,
2: right. This red drink. Hey, hey, you still got that? Oh, I've got Kool Aid. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Then we're in the cafeteria. Corey, Frankie, and Sean are walking into the lunchroom as Corey says, ah, the lunchtime rush, nowhere to sit. Sean chimes in asking, what shall they do, Frankie? Everyone at the table runs away, and Corey says, well, look, a convenient opening. Again, this is where we see these kids are very, very young. We one at one point had 45-year-old background actors as in the cafeteria, <laughs> now and 12. now we have <laughs> nine-year-olds. It's
2: amazing.
0: So yep. they sit down at the table and Sean says, yeah, you see that, Frankie? You hang with us? The seat's just open. Frankie says he sees it differently. He's been thinking about their friendships and asks what kind of friends they are. Sean says they're best friends. Corey tells him they value his friendship very much. And then Corey yells out dry cleaning. Frankie cre- questions dry cleaning, and a small boy, the same one who served Frankie his burger at Chubby's, runs up with a freshly pressed sweater and says they got the stain out. Sean thanks him and says he's too kind. He asks what the kid's name is, and the kid says Robert. Sean tells him not anymore. From now on, his name is Dances with Sweaters.
1: That's a funny bit. I thought this was funny. So, was funny. so I think what happened in the writing of this, this episode is, like, the, 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 the choice for Frankie, like, the, the voice of Frankie on the page— is that he has no subtext, that he he just says expositional dialogue about right. himself. He has no filter. And, and that's what's so funny, right, is that yeah. he's just like, I like poetry. I am also going to beat you up. I walk right. alone in this world. And it's like that declarative expositional language, like voice is very funny. Yeah. It doesn't work with turner and melanie right like right but the problem yeah. is i think they got trapped in this idea of like you can have expositional dialogue because somebody like ethan you know frankie is doing that but it doesn't yeah. work like and so yeah. it's like in a weird way the whole episode lost all of its subtext because i yeah. think it was built around frankie's voice um yeah because well, like frankie th- is
2: mongo from blazing saddles Oh, I don't remember Blade and long so, enough to but, know that. so I mean it's it, it, you know it's if you go back and you watch it that's what that's I think what they even base the character on is that mm. same kind of thing and you're right it works it's it makes things different when it's driving the story right as opposed to it's just another great character that's there right so right, right. when but, but I see what you're saying it's like now all the characters are kind of talking like mm-hmm. that yeah, uh, but which they is have strange.
0: so many storylines. Imagine if this. All, imagine how long the episode would have to be. No, totally it yeah. you know it's so it is it makes it really difficult but you know i also would like to point out that i i love that will is now the michael jacobs of this podcast and he he points out things cowboy. like yeah like daniel's red jalopy you know who it is daniel's red jalopy
3: daniel's red jalopy is not, it, uh, the jalopy is not is up, not up there with blazing, blazing saddles. saddles it's blazing well, saddles, blazing saddles for God's but
1: you know who actually when you said that i was what, the character from galaxy um, um a, of the galaxy you have a woman
0: talking to you again i
2: just said what, what my they- my my Siri some, for some reason popped out and went. I'm sorry, I do not know Daniel's red Chlobby. Can you can you please try again? <laughs> See, even Siri doesn't know. <laughs> Siri has no idea what Daniel's red Chlob is. Sorry, oh, no, I was going to say
1: that there's a character. What's the character from Guardians of the Galaxy who can who takes everything literally? Drax and just right. It's, it's similar to that, right? When you have like right. a big yeah. guy who just declares his feelings yeah. and you know,
4: yeah.
0: Hi, I'm Danielle Fischl from Podmeets World. Did you know small businesses make up 99.9% of all businesses in the U.S.? The world is powered by entrepreneurs, and if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. In every episode, host Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown the lessons of launching and nurturing a small business and how they have found success being their own boss, from the excitement of first starting out to finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently. So you can too. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia and Intuit QuickBooks. Hi, it's Danielle Fischel, Ryder Strong and Will Friedle. I've got to tell you about something new I have been trying. Since the first of the year, I have been drinking a HealthAid kombucha in the morning, and I feel amazing. I've wanted to make sure that gut health became a major focus for 2024, and HealthAid kombucha is leading the
1: way. So what exactly is HealthAid kombucha? It's a fermented, bubbly, probiotic tea that's good for your gut. It's blended with real fruit juice, and it's super
2: thirst-quenching. A little sweet, and a little tangy, and very refreshing. It comes in so many delicious flavors, but my favorites so far are Pink Lady Apple, Passion Fruit Tangerine, and Ginger Lemon.
0: And I know that a healthy feeling can start with your gut. And so starting my day with Health Aid Kombucha has been the best first step to achieving this, right when I wake up. It's the kickstart I need to make sure my energy is up and everything starts with a healthy outlook. And it's the perfect replacement for those sodas that come with fast food meals I pick up with the kids. It really gives you that sparkling beverage feel you might be used to. Thumbs up from me.
1: If you want to give it a try and see how great you can feel, look for the brown bottle with an anchor and make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you.
0: So... Uh, Sean's just told him his new name is um, Dances with Sweaters. Dances with Sweaters. Robert Which is Cubs. what Harley
2: does, by the way. The first time Harley meets Corey, Baboon. he changes his name to Baboon. So it's right. like, the, the, oh, you know, Sean's falling Sean's into the, new the, Harley. Of the trap of like, ooh, this is, now I got the enforcer cool. next to me. Right. Huh, let's see. Well, no, that's not
0: your name anymore. I like changing that. Your name. Nice parallels. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah.
3: Yep.
0: Good catch. So Robert smiles and shrugs, says he likes it. Frankie shakes his head at Sean and Corey, and he stands up to walk away. Corey asks him where he's going, and he says he needs to be alone to reflect. And Sean says, what's the matter with him? While well, you're just laughing. You're just, you're just so desperately trying to hold it back, but it is terrible. You're like, what's the matter with him? <laughs> just, oh my gosh. And Corey throws his arms up and shrugs. And then we're, I think you guys must have really found the way he was delivering the time to reflect. Like, he mm-hmm. must have been doing it in a way that was really funny very to you funny. guys. Because I also, I rewatched it a few times when I saw Ryder breaking. I realized when Ben turns around to ask him, where are you going? Ben is also starting to break. Of course. So there was something between the three of you that was very funny. Or, or maybe just well, between you and Ben. Well, I remember
1: when I said the line in the next scene in the in the hallway, I say, Dances? I oh, remember yeah. Ben and I could not, could not get through that. <laughs> yeah. Every time I called him dances, we uh, lost it. So the idea of like the two of us being bullies right. together was
2: clearly cracking us up. Like oh, we just man. thought this was all very It's funny. also there is nothing as contagious as the giggles on Show Night. Oh, no. Absolutely. I mean, it would just sweep through you like a blaze, and yep. you just couldn't you couldn't hold it together. No, it was some of the hardest laughing I've ever done in my entire life will always right. be when you're breaking on a set. It's right. just yep. It's Yeah, it's all the
1: nervous energy, and it's all the excitement, but then it's also the sense of community underneath, you know, like, the the performance that you're doing, you're, like, aware of each other as actors and friends, so you're sitting there, like, if you have any in-jokes or anything between the two of you... That's it. And then yeah. it's just like, and, and you and you have to, you know, you shouldn't, but you, you also, yeah. it's so funny to activate I remember, that community.
0: I remember there being an added element when you were doing things like a promo. Like, remember <sighs> those holiday promos uh, where yeah. we'd all have to stand around or behind TGIS the couch stuff. and we'd be like, from our family <laughs> to yours, Merry <laughs> Christmas. And we'd all have to say it at the same time. Yeah. And somebody would be like, somebody would have a weird voice or would be a little bit late. And then you start giggling about that. And the added element with that is the fact that deep down this feels so ridiculous right. but it's very pressurized because yeah. you have you're cramming having to do yeah. this additional promo into what would be your normal workday so now there's less time for everything else and we have to get this promo yep, and so deep down you're like and- we've right. got this very serious Merry Christmas message it's like <laughs> and now you're just laughing because also like I can't believe we're making such a big deal about this and like oh you're right we definitely shouldn't be having any fun while we're uh, telling people Merry Christmas and we should definitely look like we're and being then old hostage. We
2: play with it too, because then, like you said, like everybody, you hear "Merry Christmas," and then you just hear one person hey, Christmas. Like "Yes, Like after yeah. everybody else, it's like okay, you, now you're doing that on purpose. It was so exactly much fun.
0: Oh, was so much fun. fun good times. So then we're in the school hallway. Frankie goes up to the bench where students are sitting down. He asks if he can join them. They don't answer. They just run away. Frankie looks discouraged and walks in circles with his head down. And here is where, again, I was like, right, but why would you ever expect anything else? Just because suddenly you like, could I join you? These yeah. people are supposed who are normally terrified of you are supposed to think, right. oh, he must mean he wants to actually hang out with us like a friend. But okay. Now, I guess it's reason, the lack with- of
1: Joey, really, right? I mean, he misses yeah. Joey, and that yes. seems to be like what he should be expressing? It's just,
0: oh, I miss my friend.
1: But yeah. it could also
2: be his self-realization of wow, I've done this to myself because I'm a bully. No one wants to be with me. No one wants to sit with me. No one, one wants to be talk to But that's not what else. happens at it's all. It's not what yeah. happens. Because when else. will
0: people start take stop taking advantage of me? Right. And right. and I wanted to be like, sir. There's a little bit of oners- ownership yeah. here. Yeah. You yeah. have
2: to take. You've been a bad guy. Right. Yeah.
0: You you right. you should. You and by the way. <laughs> yeah, if he said to those kids, I really miss my friend, could I sit with you guys? And they still all ran away. I could see him feeling like no one will give me a chance.
3: But yeah.
4: throughout
0: this whole episode, he hasn't been trying to turn over a, a new leaf. He's actually no. still been a massive bully. So there was a little bit of that element missing. That's Maybe what I was didn't so, like
2: this episode. I don't know, because that's what I was so hoping was going to happen in the Feeney episode. I, I, Feeney scene. This scene right. now, I, because I so wanted to love this scene, and I thought it was going to be Bill being Mr. Feeney in that, hey, I'm going to give you some advice, but you also need to take ownership of who you are and who you've been.
0: Yeah, and you can it's make not, choices.
2: Yes, and some of the choices you've made so far have been terrible, yeah. and why do you think people look at you this way? Right. But it wasn't that at all.
1: No, it becomes Corey and Sean's realization. Right. We weird. And, That's so, a, and yeah. it's
2: we've all, everybody's been looking at Frankie the wrong way, not wait, you've cultivated this reputation of being a bad guy. You need to change who you are and accept that and none of that happened. So it was a little strange for me. I so was hoping because I love the scene between the two of them as actors. Right. I just wish it hit more of what I was hoping. Which
1: is funny because the Harley episode what it did turn on Harley's realization about yeah. His, yeah. like the way his romantic life was and he needed to change. So there's precedent for, you know, giving the episode to Ethan, you know, and yeah. letting his character grow in a way. Yep. Um yeah. Yeah, I think this episode just it, it, it feels off in that it, it it probably should have just been a farce. It should, probably shouldn't have taken itself so seriously by the end cuz mm-hmm. that's where I'm kind of like, what what's
0: Or they should have just leaned Fully into the idea of Frankie saying, I am alone in this world. Mm -hmm. I will forge a new path. Yeah. And lean into yeah. him. Tr- him doing, making every a real valiant effort mm-hmm. to show other sides of him. Yep. And no matter what he shows, people still keep closing doors in his face. And him mm-hmm. saying, "Will I ever have a chance to be someone I'm else?"
2: Trying to change, and now no one wants me to change. And maybe I needed to change, that but none of that was there. And when was will just, people?
0: Yeah, like that. I could, it, it was they, everyone else's
2: problem because they hadn't seen Frankie right. in the right light. And it's like, right. no, that's not accurate.
0: Well, Feeney appears and he asks, Lost your way, Mr. Stakino? Frankie responds, metaphorically speaking, Yes, Mr. Feeney. I found some new friends as yourself suggested. Feeney rejects and says, Yes, Mr. Hunter and Mr. Matthews, well done. Frankie says, I'm not so sure. You told me hanging out with a better crowd would make me a better person. Yet here I wander, like the Israelites in the days of Yule Brenner. And this is a joke, clearly for the young children. Yeah, those well, young they that it's was a obviously, Yule Brenner just joke. yeah. That was I go real- so far
2: as to say it's a great Yule Brenner joke.
0: Okay. Feeney tells him, you're over my head, Mr. Sikino, which I loved. (laughs) I love that Bill is like, I'm not following. (laughs) Uh, Frankie says, I'm still Frankie the Enforcer. And Feeney understands. Ah, so your new friends are not what you'd hope they'd be. He tells Feeney, it's always the same. Harley, Joey, Corey, Sean, they just see this big guy who everybody is afraid of, and they use his power for evil. Feeney asks Frankie why he lets them. And Frankie says, I want him to like me. Is that so wrong? Feeney assures him, everyone wants to be liked. Wants, uh, Frankie wants to know, even you, Mr. Feeney? And Feeney shakes his head yes, but he tells him not to tell the students. It would only create chaos. Frankie asks when his new friends will stop taking advantage of him. And Feeney says, as soon as you stand up to them, let them know how you feel. Feeney tells him that is the test of a real friendship. And Fre- uh, Frankie asks what will happen to Corey if they fail that test. And Feeney laughs and says, welcome to my life. <laughs> So then we're back in Turner's apartment. A voicemail from Frankie is playing for Sean on the answering machine from earlier. We hear, Sean, this is Frankie Stakino. I feel that you and Corey and me need to talk if we're really going to be friends because it occurs to me that you do not know who I really am. Please call me at your earliest convenience. Frankie's dad starts barking and growling in the background and we hear Frankie say, please, dad, I'm on the phone. I want to know more about that household. Yeah. So Turner and Eli walk through the door as Eli is clarifying that Melanie is actually apologizing for the way the relationship ended. Turner says, yeah, she did. But I got to tell you, man, we had a great time last night. Sean smiles and asks when they're moving to Connecticut. Turner says they're not. They're staying right here. Sean says that's probably better. All the money would spoil him. Then he adds, by the way, would a pillow be too much to ask for? (laughs) That's a funny joke. I thought that was cute. Funny joke. Turner tells them she was the most sorry that she knew him as this rich man's kid. She never really knew who he was or tried to know him for real. Eli adds that they spent all that time together and they were never really friends. Turner tells them when you're young, first impressions are everything. Sometimes you completely miss who someone really is, you know. Sean looks around, realizing that he did that to Frankie. And it looks like this hits you very hard. Harsh, very. Oh, hard. I gotta hit that moment. Okay. This God. Is what I'm talking about those notes yeah Bigger. No, I want to
1: see it on your face. Bigger. No. Okay. okay.
2: Camera zoom in. Oh, just, music no. swelling. Yeah. This is. It's so. Yeah. This just felt off. To, I was like, yeah. really? Because as I to, as he's I'm, punching you in the face, you should realize that y- he he's didn't, a sensitive. I'm not so this man likes poetry. Enough. Yeah, I'm not seeing you for who you are through the blood in my eyes.
0: And then we're in the school hallway as they meet at the locker. Sean asks Corey what he wants. Corey says he didn't call for this meeting. He got a message that Sean wanted to talk. Sean is confused. That makes no sense. Then Robert, that little seventh grader, dances with sweaters, pops up from behind the trash can and says, makes a lot of sense to me. Sean says, dances
3: dances
0: robert says twas i who called you both we seventh graders aren't going to take it anymore no more giving up our food or doing your errands Corey asks what about my dry cleaning and robert yells finished sean responds yeah you and what army and robert snaps his fingers and all the seventh graders and walk if out anybody's of the been paying rooms. attention
1: to the background for the rest yeah. of the previous uh, five scenes they might have had an idea of what's about to happen but
0: they were coming <laughs> They come out of the lockers, they crowd around and And you have to have the exact
1: number that you are allowed to have with one studio
0: teacher, right? Right. Which is like 12 or something. Yeah, I was (laughs) going to say say 18, but maybe, maybe it was only 12. Corey laughs and says, we're kidding. We love you guys. Robert questions, changing your tune, tune changers. Corey tells Robert, we can work this out. Robert responds, not so tough without your enforcer, eh, boys?
1: Isn't it a weird thought that this is the size we were in first season?
2: I know. So I thought that the entire time, and then I thought- Maybe they specific. I mean, Adam was a small kid, and it still yeah. was kind of grew up to us be a small man. So yeah. maybe they specifically cast, you know, even smaller. But I know, but I know. pretty close. Close. It was definitely it's like size
1: wise. I, you know, because yeah. I like we talked about. I was already pretty tall, but yeah, it's it's
2: just like we look like.
0: Well, it'd be interesting like to Ali. know. He looks like yeah. Yeah. It'd Ali. be interesting to know how old Adam was. How much younger Adam is than you? He's because not, Adam
2: I'm, was thirty two when he shot that.
0: <laughs> I would not be surprised if he is younger, uh, than you,
2: but but not yeah. You.
0: But I wouldn't be surprised if these kids are like ten and not twelve.
2: Okay, maybe. But again, that's I. He was like he's thirty-nine. Know, they he's graders, thirty-nine right?
0: now. Don't we call so them sixth graders? How old are you, right Seventh. Forty-three. Forty-three. He's thirty-nine. So he is four years younger than you. So if you were, so he's twelve.
2: I was sixteen. You
0: this were sixteen. Okay, so he was. 12 Wait, you were
2: now, you were sixteen already in season three? No we're
1: 95 right the end of 95 is when this episode aired so I, yeah. I turned 16 um I would, so you I was, 19th I was the,
0: 96 is when it aired so yeah end yeah, of end 16. of 95 yeah you were 16 jeez wow.
1: so I was I, I turned 16 I turned 16 at December, December. Of 95 December so 11th, 11th, 11th don't yeah. 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 Oh, December 11 don't forget to say the magical 11 repeat it again 11 11 11 11 11 11,
3: 11. 11, 11. 11. It's magic. 11 brother symbols <laughs>
0: Hi, I'm Danielle Fischl from Podmeets World. Did you know small businesses make up 99.9% of all businesses in the U.S.? The world is powered by entrepreneurs, and if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. In every episode, host Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown the lessons of launching and nurturing a small business and how they have found success being their own boss, from the excitement of first starting out to finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently. So you can too. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories from Ruby Studio from iHeartMedia and Intuit QuickBooks. Hi, it's Danielle Fischel,
1: Ryder Strong, and Will Friedle.
0: I've got to tell you about something new I have been trying. Since the first of the year, I have been drinking a HealthAid kombucha in the morning, and I feel amazing. I've wanted to make sure that gut health became a major focus for 2024, and HealthAid kombucha is leading the way.
1: So what exactly is HealthAid kombucha? It's a fermented, bubbly, probiotic tea that's good for your gut. It's blended with real fruit juice, and it's super thirst-quenching. A little sweet, and a little tangy, and very refreshing.
2: It comes in so many delicious flavors, but my favorites so far are Pink Lady Apple, Passion Fruit Tangerine, and Ginger Lemon.
0: And I know that a healthy feeling can start with your gut. And so starting my day with Health Aid Kombucha has been the best first step to achieving this, right when I wake up. It's the kickstart I need to make sure my energy is up and everything starts with a healthy outlook. And it's the perfect replacement for those sodas that come with fast food meals I pick up with the kids. It really gives you that sparkling beverage feel you might be used to. Thumbs up from me.
1: If you want to give it a try and see how great you can feel, look for the brown bottle with an anchor and make HealthAid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you.
0: Frankie walks into the hallway and Cory yells, Frankie! Robert turns to see him and screams to all the seventh graders, run! They start to run away when Sean yells, wait, what are you running from? Robert says, Frankie the enforcer. Sean corrects him saying, that's only what you think of him as. No, that's not true. He is really Frankie the Enforcer, I yeah. want to yell at the television. It's true. Corey asks Sean what he's doing. Sean has something to say. Sean asks, I mean, have any of you really looked at Frankie Takino? Robert scoffs and says, yeah, upside down. Sean says, no, I mean, really looked at him. I bet nobody here knows that this man has a very poetic soul. Corey smiles and says, yeah, you know, he does. And now and all that- of a sudden he just gets it. Why does Corey
1: have this transition? It's and then he takes over the speech, speechifying. And I was like, No, this is Sean's moment. Sean is the only one that this makes any sense that he would have this kind of leap. And I can see Corey just being like, but then Corey like immediately gets it, immediately understands Turner's speech that he wasn't there for.
0: Right. And like, but it's because it, it, it's, it's even weirder because it's almost like he goes, oh, yeah, I remember that episode from season two right. where we hung out <laughs> with him exactly like we're hanging out with him yes. this week and learn yes. the lesson that he is multifaceted. Yes. I think yeah.
2: you're supposed to remember that he kind of got the same speech from his mom. Which is the you're not oh, right. you are not looking yeah. at him the right way you're not seeing enough I mean right. she tried to cover this right. in that's the kitchen true. but it was that's like true. twenty pages ago think I think that, yeah I think the problem is, is that it's
1: it's yeah it's it's not connected enough no right? at all so that's that's the point is that Corey and Sean each independently get advice from their parental figures right which then pays off here right and Frankie gets his advice from Feeney yeah. to then test us and...
0: and test you by then what he says next is all that stuff you said did you mean it or once again were you just trying to de- to avoid an indescribable pain so he says it while also threatening you threatening. still Jeez. so i'm not really sure how it was too much of a of, of him standing up to you to say listen i no longer want to be that person stop trying to force me to be it
3: no mm-hmm. yeah
0: um Sean asks, what do you think? Frankie looks at Corey and then back at Sean. He smiles. I think I want to grab a burger with my two new friends. And then Corey says, that sounds good to me. Frankie brings them both in for a hug and they all start walking together. Corey says, yeah, we can get to know each other. No punchline.
2: Just a sweet little. No button.
0: No button. Walking out. Roll the credits. Really feels like, well, the three of these guys are now going to be inseparable friends. They're like starting a new thing. So then we're in the Matthews kitchen. Sean and Frankie are sitting at the table as Corey comes over with what looks like midnight pie. It's the first thing I thought of was midnight pie in midnight the afternoon. Pie. He says, you know, Frankie, we're lucky to have a friend like you. Frankie smiles and says, right back at you. Sean says he can't wait to watch Frankie's dad tonight. He asks what time the match is. And then Frankie's dad walks in in his full WWE wrestling costume, yelling Vader time. He starts barking. Frankie looks at him and says, Papa, you don't have to be in character all the time. His dad says, sorry, son, I just get so worked up when I'm defending my belt. And no one, I mean no one, is going to take it from me. And that includes you, little man. And he yells and points at Corey. He says to a terrified Corey, try it, go ahead, try it. Corey says, it's too much metal for me, really. I'd never make it through airport security, I'm sorry. And he runs away in fear. Amy comes down the stairs. Who's barking in the kitchen? Frankie's dad walks up to her and says, I am, little lady. You got a problem with Vader? Bring it on. And I love what happens next. She <laughs> looks at him and pushes back, "Oh, knock it off, Francis. You know, you don't act this way at the PTA meetings." <laughs> so cute. Indy
1: lost it at that, that was line. great. Like, so it's great. funny I think the like the confrontation between this crazy big guy and then the mom, he, he was just, he loved that she like, you know, yeah. has wasn't a one up on like has a one up on him. him. Like, great. Great. Up on him. Indy great. thought it's that was so hysterical. funny. It's so
0: yeah. so funny. And I love that it isn't like, you know, not i love that she didn't meet him by doing the same thing back and that that that's the big laugh that i can do it too and i love also that she's like i know the real you i see you at pta right. meetings which i also love imagining him at pta, at PTA meetings Yeah, he's it's involved so in the school he's so involved in yep. what's going on yep. i just if love it if there could be a
1: tag to the tag it would be a pta meeting yep. correct it would be great right <laughs> you're right and we'd just francis Dr. sitting there with we'd like see- little glasses yep. going
0: okay so uh, who's next on the agenda what's uh great <laughs> So uh, Eric walks into the kitchen and says, so Frankie, word around the halls is you've gone soft. Just Ian. not seeing the giant no wrestling man. No, of
2: course not.
1: <laughs> like, like that's a, this is one of those. So between, yeah, Corey doing this, like uh, what a part of this do you not see yep. like this? I was like, oh, we need some visual, some eye
2: lines work. Yeah. yeah. No, it doesn't quite make sense. Uh, yeah. I, lo- I always like to think Eric is laser focused. Right. That's what he's known for is his focus.
0: <laughs> Corey tells Eric to leave him alone. And Eric says, after all he's done to me over the years, give me one good reason. Frankie's dad grabs Eric and says, I'm going to give you three. Woof, woof, woof. As he chokes Eric and lifts his body up over his head to sling him around his shoulder. Eric yells, somebody get him a bone. <laughs> and I could totally see in one of the close ups, Vader, how he was all oiled up. Yep. And I thought of you telling us that story about how yep. he's all slick.
2: He's always oiled. Slick. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> slick guy. <laughs>
1: And he always smells like gold bond powder. He yeah, did gold, gold bond, bond powder. powder,
2: slick guy. And he, <laughs> by that point, he told me, I mean, his shoulders were shot. Ugh. So he's like, before we would do any of these things, he's sitting with the rubber bands like warming up even just to pick me up. I mean, this poor man was, his body was broken by this point. Oh. So even that was tough. But yeah, it was, he did it. He did it every time.
0: Well... That's the end of our episode. That's really where I noticed, too. No Rusty again. Not a no. single moment of, of Alan Matthews. A, he's just gone.
2: Maybe it's not finals. Maybe he he's, like Morgan,
1: studying he his He and Morgan LSAT are off on a fishing like trip that. for yeah. months at a time.
0: Yeah. yeah. He,
2: and Morgan on a fishing
1: <laughs> he and Morgan are traveling <laughs> Europe. <Okay>,
2: They're <that's> like doing <laughs> something amazing. They're at the They're grocery They're at the yeah. grocery They're <laughs> at the Grocers convention. That's what he has It's bring your daughter to work month.
3: <gasps>
0: oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, well, thank you for joining us for this episode of Pod Meets World. Join us for our next episode, which will be season three, episode 14 A Kiss is More Than a Kiss. It originally aired January 26th, 1996. Uh, as always, you can follow us on Instagram, Pod Meets World Show. You can send us your emails, show at gmail.com. And we have merch.
2: Even Ryder would pay for parking at Mount Merchmore
0: com, writer send us out.
1: We love you all. Pod dismissed. Pod Meets World is an iHeart podcast produced and hosted by Danielle Fischel, Wilfred L, and Ryder Strong. Executive producers, Jensen Karp and Amy Sugarman. Executive in charge of production, Danielle Romo. Producer and editor, Tara Sudbachsch. Producer, Maddie Moore. Engineer and Boy Meets World superman, Easton Allen. Our theme song is by Kyle Morton of Typhoon. Follow us on Instagram at podmeetsworldshow or email us at podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com
2: Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through four fourteen twenty four while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all in the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with autopay discount.
0: When I'm on my way to drop off the kids at school, and I'm on about five hours of sleep, and I haven't had my coffee yet, I'm truly one of a kind.
1: Yeah, this sounds like the beginning of a horror movie.
0: It is. But there is one thing I can do immediately to bring some comfort and calm to the situation and keep me moving forward. Eat Keebler Sandies.
2: I like to think that if the good-looking guy was still around, sitting on the couch, comforting himself about not getting into college, he'd ditch the Cocoa Puffs and down some Keebler Sandies instead.
0: Mixed with chocolate syrup?
2: Ooh, why not?
0: When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat to keep you going. Each Keebler Sandy's shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the
1: Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth.
2: The next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for Keebler Sandy's shortbread cookies to enjoy a simple moment of comfort.